The Lady Cecile by Marietta Holly, read for LibriVox.org by Bruno Golus. Sitting alone in the windy tower, while the waves leap high or are low at rest, what does she think of hour by hour, with her strange eyes bent on the distant west, and a fresh white rose on her withered breast? What does she think of hour by hour? The Lady Cecile. Lo, under the lattice, day by day, white homeward sails like swallows come, but the sad eyes look afar and away, and the sailors' songs as they near their home no glance may win, for she sitteth dumb, with her sad eyes looking afar and away. The Lady Cecile. Just forty years has she dwelt alone with an ancient servant grim and grey, sat alone under sun and moon. But once each year on the third of June she treads the creaking staircase down, but back in her tower with the tying day is the Lady Cecile. Beneath the tower of the lonesome hall stone stairs creep down where the slow tide flows. There, out of a niche in the mouldering wall, low leaneth a royal tropical rose. Who set it there? None cares nor knows. Long years ago in the mouldering wall, but the Lady Cecile. But each third of June, as the sun dips low, she descends the stairs to the water's verge, and plucks a rose from the lowest bough, which the lapping waves almost submerge, and what forms out of the deep resurge to vex her, maybe, with mournful brow, knows the Lady Cecile. Her locks are sown with silver hairs, and the face they shroud is pale and wan. Once it was sweet as the rose she wears, though the perfect lips wore a proud disdain. But the rose face paled by time and pain. No new springs know, like the flower she wears, the Lady Cecile. Why does she set the fresh white rose so faithfully over her silent breast? And what her thoughts are nobody knows. She sits with her secret hid, unguessed, with her strange eyes bent on the distant west, so the slow years come and the slow year goes, or the Lady Cecile. Forty years, and June the third came with a storm, loud the winds did blow, and up in her tower the lady heard the deep waves calling her far below, wild they leaped and surged, wild the winds did blow, and listening alone she thought she heard, Cecile, Cecile, and wrapping her cloak round her withered form she crept down the stairs of crumbling stone. Higher and fiercer raged the storm as she bent and plucked the rose, but one had the tempest spared, and the winds did moan, and she thought she heard o'er the voice of the storm, Cecile, Cecile. She placed the rose on her bloodless breast, and dizzy and faint she reached the tower, and her strange eyes looked out again on the west and a wave dashed up as she looked from the tower, like a hand, and lifted the roots of the flower, and swept it, carried it out to the west, from the Lady Cecile. And like death was her face, 
when suddenly, strangely, a tremulous golden gleam pierced the pile of clouds high-mast and grey, and the shining, quivering, golden beam seemed a bridge of light, a gold highway thrown o'er the wild waves of the bay. And the Lady Cecile did eagerly out of her lattice lean, with her glad eyes bent on that bridge gold bright, as if some form by her rapt eyes seen were beckoning her down that path of light, that quivering, shining, led from sight, ending afar in the sunset sheen. And the Lady Cecile cried with her lips that erst were dumb, See! Am I not true? Your flower I wore. And her thin hand eagerly touched the flower. He is smiling upon me. Yes, love, I come. And a pleasant light, like the light of home, lit her eyes, and life and pain were o'er to the Lady Cecile. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.